0: Run at it, shouting! Do as he says, run at it, shouting. This is going to be a very busy event. It's good to see you all. Um, welcome. We've, um, we've got Des Hamilton here, uh, the, the very popular Des Hamilton. <laughs> um, we, sh- we, we, we had so many sign up for this that I had to close the box office. So you are the, the, the lucky ones that got in. Shall I go straight out and let people ask questions or do you want to say a word or two? It's
1: up to you. I'm very happy for things to run, however you and everybody everybody involved. And uh, just uh, regarding your questions, which I welcome, and hopefully I can, I hope to be of some use to you. uh, I would say I don't think of myself as any kind of uh, having too much knowledge around it all uh or any sort of expertise uh i will honest i'll answer honestly for me but um please take it it's just my thoughts none of them are you know uh, use them or disregard them you know it's uh yeah i think yeah i think what i'm trying to say is you know i'm capable of as I do on a daily basis getting shit wrong you know, and I have no fucking doubt that I'll get a lot of this wrong as well but I'll do my very best and, uh, and uh, please uh, I hope it can be a nice friendly environment and you get to ask whatever question you want.
0: Great. Thanks, Des, and I just forgot to mention that um, Des's event is, is supporting Save the Children, and all already we've raised um, over two hundred and fifty pounds for the one event. So, so that's really great. So, thanks to those who who did donate today. All right, enough of me. I'll shut my big mouth, and we'll go to Prince Andrew first. Oh, hello. I think my name's stuck on the um, Zoom from the previous meeting. My my question was. Um, if you've appeared in an ongoing TV series, are there any recommended ways of trying to see if your character is likely to come back or be used again?
1: It's um, not an area I know a great deal about, but I imagine there's always that possibility within uh, a, a a long-term character reappearing in the history of television, it seems to have happened quite a lot, but I don't think you can legislate, you know, or build, you know, or think in regard to that uh, being a return, you know, unless unless you've been told by production, by the writers, by the team, and that is ever-changing, you know, that's ever-changing, so no, nah, no, nah, you wouldn't. You'll never know. You never know until you get the call.
0: Right, okay. It's, it's just interesting, because I know occasionally it comes up as a topic between um, actors and their agents as a discussion as to whether they should go back to the production and ask, or see what's happening in future breakdowns and that kind of thing. And I know that some people find it a bit of a mute point
1: um no whatever whatever is occupying a person's mind is valid and they can progress in whatever direction they want if you're inquisitive to the possibility i don't see any harm in asking
2: okay great that's lovely thanks very much
1: thank you your highness (laughs) tippy (laughs) hi Dev. Hello.
3: Hi, Charlie. Nice to see you again. No. Um, Yeah, Des, I've had a couple of jobs recently, and so I'm getting to kind of slowly understand how kind of this new norm is changing for, for us actors. But um, for you as a casting director, I'm really interested in what are the new challenges that you're having to face at the minute with this kind of change?
2: Right. Well,
1: uh... Um, well, as a casting director, I've always tried to remain adaptable to whatever circun- circumstance I find myself in. So it's not been massive for me, you know. I I miss people coming into the room and reading and mm-hmm. being able to work with them to to improve them. And obviously, I've got. A very strong accent, and within that, I don't speak very well either. You know, so on Zoom, sometimes trying to convey my my suggestions, my thoughts has been a, a little bit difficult. But we're getting there with it. Um, I'd say the challenges are more for the. Uh, I, I use the word actor for actresses, actors, whatever. I just use it. As, so if 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 we when we talk throughout this time, I will say actors, I hope if it's offensive to MD, you know, my apologies, but, or, or talent. The talent that's coming in, I think uh, they are definitely the ones presented with uh, a new difficulty because we're watching a lot of self tapes for the same part. So what I would do uh, if I were you guys, I would look for the big idea. I would look for the moment of impact because uh, your dialogue, your scenes have got a certain length, shape and form. Mm -hmm. Uh, I would suggest fucking with that. Yeah. You You know, so that you're not just one of, you know, 16 people Doing it in the same kind of rhythm and the same sort of inflection that I would, I would go off a I would mm. try and make myself memorable, even okay. if you, even if it's not particularly within, within the remit of what you've received by your agent. You know, they see this girl as a shy, introverted, soft spoken you know, straight away that puts a stamp on it. I would go further into investigating shy, introverted, quiet, Mm. and, and find a way in that whereby, you know, casting directors, well, producers, directors, well, you've got to stand out. Every audition you go to, you know, if you get the job, you get a job, I'm happy for you. But the main thing is to have impact to yeah. be to be memorable and to be brave. Mm, mm. Never and uh sorry, uh you've touched upon a kind of soft uh, soft spot and a sore spot for me. And it's nice when you can uh when I'm watching a self-tape that comes on and I feel the work from the actor. You know they 've not said to themselves right 6.30 thirty to seven thirty I'm putting the backdrop up, and i 'm doing that scene for that part that i 'm never going to get. You know when I see that attitude, I feel very sad, saddened for them you know uh, if I if I had a self tape to do tonight, I'd cancel my whole evening so yeah from the afternoon, I'd go in there, and I would bleed. I do everything I can because it's tough being an actor, really tough for you guys, you know, so it can't be seen to be a fucking hobby. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll leave nothing, really, really attack it. And that attitude of, oh, I'm not going to get this, fuck off with that, mm-hmm. you know, why, why you, why not you? For every part you go for, why not me? You've got mm-hmm. to think, why not me? and attack it.
3: Yeah, I love that. I love that attitude.
2: No,
1: but there's too many passive reads where I feel they've been inoffensive. they haven't, you know, they've lacked impact, they've, they've lacked bravery. Mm. You know, attack this game, you'll be rewarded, trust me. Few people might think you're a fucking loon. Here and <laughs> now, but, you know, there's a fair chance that goes on every day anyway. You know, I, I started to think that people—well, I don't give a fuck—but uh, what they would say about me and my approach. But it's immaterial to me. You know, I'm just tra- trying to crack on with working. I hope that's answered. In some yeah, way.
3: there's there's some real little gems in there. Thank you. Thanks. Very inspiring. Cheers. Nice to meet you.
1: You too, uh,
0: Mary.
4: Hello. Hello, Des. Thank you for being here and everybody else. Um, Thank you. I tend to be a little bit of a risk taker in life. I just think life is so precious. You have to wake up every day and just maybe take a risk sometimes. Uh, It doesn't always pay off. So my question relating to that is, um, obviously I don't need to, to get mentioning names or anything like that, but have you taken a risk? on an actor that's other people are like, what are you doing? And why are you doing this, Des? And yet you've really believed with them and you've taken a risk and maybe it's paid off or maybe it hasn't. I'm just really interested if, you know, you've, you've gone with the risky person rather than kind of maybe the safe bet. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Well, um, um, stemming from school and academic, academia studies and stuff, you know, I've never been, um, particularly good at anything. And when I got my chance to become a casting director, it was never in, of interest and still wasn't to be a good casting director a great casting director. I've always wanted to be an interesting casting director. I uh, like to, you know, I like to, um, yeah, give people chances. It uh, means a lot to me as a person also you know, to try and see something in somebody and try and uh, nurture that a bit, you know. And hopefully, even if it doesn't work out on that audition, maybe it will give them some energy to go forward, you know. So, yeah, and yes, I fell on my face many, many times where (laughs) I've had uh, directors looking at me. Not because the, the talent was bad, it just wasn't, it didn't work out you know, maybe I felt this person can really have a go at this and if they Mm -hmm. uh, shudder off, if they shake off the chains of self-doubt and attack it, as I was saying to our friend a second ago, you know, this could be really interesting casting, you know?
4: Yeah.
1: And and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But ultimately, I'm not really in, in it for friendships are to be admired or loved in a room of producers and directors I'm in it to try and put an interesting ensemble of people that's a reflection of the life of that script yeah so, it's very yeah.
4: difficult because it's an industry where money talks really isn't it yeah money is
1: <laughs> ultimately
4: yeah. you know the thing so to actually sort of stick up and say no I really think we should go for this person when other people are thinking I just wondered if I don't know. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. you're um, Well, That would be for other people to what they would say about it. You know, like yes, the money element, you know, uh, it happens, but it doesn't stop you from having your own voice and your own sort of opinions on things. And yeah, it's like everything else, you know, you you know that has been my attitude. Uh it's not about casting on life, it's having a go and, and trying my best now, you know? And and like I said, as a casting director, I'm, uh, there's nothing hobbyist about that, you know? I, I'm from a work, very working class background in Glasgow. I come from a background of heroin addiction and rehabs and the stuff that goes with that. So to that's land amazing,
4: because you can bring all that to your work. I just think that's amazing, to be honest to, with you.
1: But to, to find myself in this job, I respect it. I wake up every day like it's my first day at work. I love my job, and I want to do my best, and I want to do my best for everybody involved in the process.
4: Thank you so much. I really liked your answer. It's really inspiring. So thank you for your time.
1: Thank you.
0: Charlotte.
5: Hi Des. Um, oh, hello. Uh, I was just wondering when you're looking at somebody's casting page, be it Spotlight or Mandy um, on their profile, what are the main things that you look for immediately, or does something jump out at you?
1: It's a good question. Uh, I I like a headshot. Well, this is again, I don't want to mislead anybody. For me, I'd be more interested in a headshot, four pictures from a photo booth. If the person is somewhere, if there's something going on in that mood, in their eyes, I'd be more interested in that than a hair and makeup fueled and beautifully lit, you know, because I I don't really do films where where people are particularly glamorous type thing, you know. So, you know, and I think, I, again, I'm arguing with myself in my head as I'm trying to answer you. There'll be situations when that sort of uh, headshot and glitzy CV will be relevant. Sure. But to me, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. I, I, I look through stuff uh, and I see a photograph, and I, I look back and I say, oh, there's something going on there. It's like the person is somewhere. It's not somebody looking their very fucking best, you know, yeah. like, in a pose. Sure. Um, um, and then going
3: on behind the eyes. Yeah, no,
1: I'd, yeah, I'd rather somebody that was troubled, or if you don't like being photographed there, yeah, but don't, you know, show that. You know, I'd, I'd like to see something about, uh, you know, I'm very fortunate to work on stuff from a world that I still inhabit. Brilliant. you know where people are just people street people you know so none of us are really going to photo studios with different wardrobes and hair and makeup and for fucking giving some shit t- oops no i didn't say that giving someday some photographer 350 quid for an hour to yeah. put ha- their stamp upon you yeah you know a, a photograph of me would be most likely a t-shirt and I'd be a cheeseburger. Fab. That, <laughs> my that, is, guy. that would be my headshot. So, That's brilliant.
3: Thank you so much. It's <laughs> great to hear.
1: A pleasure.
2: Shane. Hello guys. How are we? Thanks for having me. Hello. Um, yeah, yeah,
1: so my question really does, as part of it's been answered, but I suppose it's what you're looking for in a person's personality as opposed to them as an actor the reason i say that is i did put myself forward to it was trigger point i think you put a casting call out earlier on in the year he was looking for ex-military
2: ex-police i put forward my details i think somebody from your office got in touch saying to do an intro to camera and i always find they're actually probably the more awkward ones as opposed to the cell tape
1: and i didn't ever hear anything back from your office so it was kind of the question of really is what is it in particular you, you would be looking for in somebody's personality as opposed to just their professional life basically i i'll try and answer your question uh properly uh, answering the, what you're actually putting to me but first of all uh there's something it's, it's a great question that's something that i find it hard to articulate with people I, I know actors, I play football with actors and stuff, and I bump into people in the street, I'm a social person, and they're like, oh, I've not been in, I went up for this and whatever. Um, what's your name again? Uh, Shane. Shane, Shane yeah. by the time your intro came to us, the second day D's best mate who was ex-military, maybe squeezed in the door way ahead of you. I'm not. Mm. I'm not saying this happened, and you know, leapfrogged the whole process from the casting point of view, whereby, yeah. you know, I'm not saying what you did wasn't redundant in any way. We all saw you. We all saw you. We all know that you're ex-military now, so it's in there. So it's been, you know, it'd be nicer for you if you'd got the fucking job, you know, but <laughs> like uh, but now we know. Uh, so, um that, that that can happen that you have put yourself up, you know, and like uh, a lot of actors studied law and they all think when it comes up, lawyer, I should, no, no, fucking somebody reads that's never been inside a courtroom. that's never yeah. read the fucking book. But if they read and they smash it and the directors and producers, you know, what what day is it to do? Fuck, it's a dumb question for me. Yeah, 6th of September. Sorry. If if something came in today and somebody uh, during COVID times and that person's needed on this same Friday, they're getting a job. You know, we're not going to go through the process. So that can happen. Yeah. Um the the intro thing I'm not a fan of. You know, I can only apologize for my own part and if you're just chatting and saying hello, you know, um you know, and I served, and i you know i I think that's uh it's not a great introduction on reflection, I would have liked to have seen you read yeah you no, know, but I, possibly it didn't get to a stage where somebody was squeezing me to show them four or five great people you know that i'm I presume you can hold a properly, you know you've got technique. That from yeah, your yeah of course. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what, so on this occasion, it didn't happen. But please don't be put off by that. It will happen and all that experience will be relevant and maybe something great it might come from us. It might come from us next year. But uh, yeah, never be disheartened about that because there's, you can't explain, you know we put we put a breakdown out this morning and it's cast and the deal's done by half past two. That can be done. And it can be from previous relationships. Yeah, yeah. But you would benefit from it. You would benefit from it. Some of our friends that have spoke already would benefit from if, if a part come up tomorrow. Because I would just say, oh, I spoke to a girl last night. I spoke to a guy last night. And yeah. So you would leapfrog the whole process. So, you know, sometimes it works for you, sometimes against, but um,
0: yeah. No, perfect. Thank you, Des.
1: My pleasure. Thanks a lot. Beth.
3: Hello. Um, Are we allowed to ask a question on the current casting you've got, or is that not allowed?
1: Um, It could be tricky, because I never know what the fuck I'm doing.
3: Because I was just going to ask about the... Short film you were shooting in Darlington, whether applications were still open for that or not. I think that was put on a few days ago.
1: What's it about, called? Clicks?
3: The short film for yeah, what's shooting it in
1: it's Darlington. Called, it's got a good title, hasn't it? What do you know what it's called?
3: No, it didn't say that. It just said a short film shooting in Darlington to have a connection with diabetes, personal connection to diabetes.
1: All right. Um, yes, it's still open and uh, you know, Fuck it. Hope this doesn't start any kind of thing. Uh, put, put it on. You spoke to me and I said you were to read.
3: Okay. Thank you so much.
1: Down with your application. Yeah. yeah. Um, you get right fucking accent.
3: Yeah. I'm only 10 minutes down the road from there.
1: All right. I love that part of the world. I might be trying to get up on that one. Nice fish and chips up there. It's my favorite meal. <laughs>
3: Let me know you then. I'll get you them for free.
1: <laughs> All right. <deal>. Thank you. <laughs> Yes.
2: <laughs> Armani. Hello. So uh, funny thing. My name is actually Duncan, uh, not Armani. It was my uh, friend that was using my phone recently who who uh, who put his name Armani. <laughs> so my name is Duncan Hodgkinson. Hello, Des. How are you doing? Good, thanks. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Well, I, I think you might have seen me in the in casting before, but. But my question is um, something related to uh, self-tapes. And, um, and so it comes to when a self-tape requires someone with a skill, um, so say if you're auditioning for a supporting role in a film and it requires you to know how to skateboard, for example. And uh, I guess when submitting this uh, with this self-tape, how much editing should go into the self-tape w- within the skill? Um, do you like raw footage within within a self-tape or do you like it to have a fade in? Because I know there's some great editors out there that edit they, their short films to a certain extent. And Yeah. Um,
1: uh, is it relevant to skateboarding? But going back to what Shane said there, you know, I dare say Shane can uh, dismantle a gun very swiftly, much better than you or I, or. Anybody on here could, you know, so we just need a quick clip of that. See that person knows how to, uh, you know, or if it's you on a skateboard or if it's somebody playing football, I'd like to see the ball, you know, flying towards them and see that they've got ability to control. That takes 10 seconds on your phone. No editing. And then do the scene, the dialogue separately from it. The last thing we want is... Pretense, you know, like um, if if uh, if you've received a scene to, uh, you've received a scene that's pretty pretty tricky around the choreography of it. Uh, don't damage yourself by trying to shoot the scene. Sure. Make sense of the dialogue, do it as well as possible, and then uh, uh, you know then say here's a here's a clip of me actually, you know, like doing whatever specialist riding a horse high diving whatever here he here does yeah you know so that that's proof you can actually do it, you know to right. the level to the level they're looking at yeah yeah, don't- and it's more damaging if you're not at that level, you know. Every fucking actor in Britain thinks they can play football, uh, <laughs> and you, no, they can't. Yeah, yeah. So. No,
2: I, I understand that, because um, the reason why I why I asked this is because like I've seen some um, some self tapes of some actors that have actually gone on to book some big roles, and and um and when when I when I've seen their their self tapes, sometimes they really kind of go all out in their self tapes in the sense of like. Maybe they might add the scene and in between scenes, they might have like a dancing clip with some like some music and then they go into the next scene. And I'm just uh, thinking like how uh, how much goes into the self-tape apart from just the scene, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I are well, it's it's good to take that
1: risk. Personally, that would annoy the fuck out of me. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I, I, I want to know that you can skateboard, you've got no fear, you're in total control of the board, you can bring to a stop. And then I want, more importantly, I want to see that you can do that dialogue superbly. You know, uh-huh. I, I, we've not, me personally, I've not got time to watch, uh, to watch, uh, you know, I feel for, uh, I'd say to the person, you know, don't waste your time with that, you know, just keep it on point. And I, I will say this word throughout any conversation I around acting the audition. You know, look for it to do it best and, and try and find that moment of impact. Yeah. Thank you, Steph. Robert's yours from cheers. Cheers. Change your name on your phone. Huh? Change the name on your phone.
2: Yeah, I will. I will. It was an accident. But I'm not used to being on my phone. I'm, I'm at the theater Peckham at the moment, uh, trying to hope hoping someone's gonna let me in, but no one's letting me in. <laughs> That's life. <laughs> That's life, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Uh, Florina.
2: Thank you, Charlie.
3: Uh, hi, Des. Nice meeting you. Nice um, to meet you. I am from outside the UK and now that the brexit happened it's a bit harder for people outside from uk to actually go there and find projects and, and be brought into projects so i'm i wanted to ask you if you see someone who's from outside is that like a stop for you because there is an entire process due to brexit
1: um I, i'm 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 not Uh, great around the administration side of things. So I I couldn't answer. But um, if I was casting, uh, for example, a part that you were suitable for, for a film, television, whatever, here in London, you sent in a self-tape and it was strong. And then we got on a Zoom with you with the director um, and they liked you. Then the industry will that the I tell a lot of the non actors you know the this machine comes into a place, and there there is there is no brexit there is no passport control you know they these people make if they want you if you've grabbed that part and you're the person for that it doesn't matter where you are they will do it. production will do. It everything they can to make that happen and I've never heard 20 years I've been doing this I've never heard of somebody couldn't do it because you know the you know especially these days when we're we're trying to bring borders down between people I'm not talking about nationalities I'm talking about everything you know uh, it would be tragic and uh, I'd want to I'd want to quit the job if I found the right actress, but we couldn't have her because she was in a foreign country. It would uh, definitely dampen my enthusiasm for going on with the project.
3: Thank
1: you so, so much. When you get that, when you get that chance, a chance you say this is mine. Then go and get her
3: i'm usually putting in uh, in that that i am from romania and not in the uk but i can travel i'm open to travel but sometimes i'm thinking that maybe they see that i am from the outside of the uk and just not consider it from the start
1: possibly on lower level you know if it, if it was going to affect their budget flying you out and you know accommodating you that could become a factor you know, because everybody has to work within the constraints of their budgets. But I, yeah. it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be a, I would hope it wouldn't be a political thing, you know, It'd be a bit fucking rich, you know, like we, I went to Romania to work during, in recent times, you know, we're all finding ways to make it work. So no, and anyway, don't tell them.
3: So I shouldn't say, no. not in the beginning.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm in a hurry, I'm just jumping on the central line. Don't fucking tell them.
3: <laughs> thank you. No.
1: Okay. Um, Charlotte.
3: Thank you. Hiya. Um, Hello.
4: Oh, is that all right? Yeah,
3: yeah.
4: Oh, cool, cool, thank you, sorry. So I was just wondering, um, if an accent isn't like specifically stated for a script, and you have a bit of one, like, if I slate with my natural accent, am I better neutralising it a bit in, like, a scene, if it's just a couple lines? Uh,
1: you'd be more natural using your own voice. Yeah. And unless it's, uh, you know, the role, you know, if it's if it's uh, geography-oriented, you know, like... Um, like, you know, if it's set in Cornwall stuff. Like, oh I, you know, I don't I don't know. You know, like obviously it's a strong point for me accents because I'm fucking crystal clear and nobody can tell where I'm from. So, you know, you're kinda asking the wrong person.
2: I'm like,
1: I'm like a newsreader, are not <laughs> Where's he from? Uh it's so clear. Um I think you should do both. Okay. I think and also well you've touched upon this as actors, you should, given this industry, you should have three or four accents up your sleeve. One of them being fairly neutral. I'm not talking about old times like a posh period drama type thing, just being able to be clear, crisp, And you should be able to maybe have a stab at London because so much goes on around. Mm. And you should be able to do a perfect, not stating exactly where the person's from, but American. Yeah. You know, I I strongly, strongly advocate that, you know, if anybody's going on Instagram later on or going on YouTube or fucking ordering fucking... Deliver, you know, is that going to serve your career? I am not sure. I'd say, do, read out loud for 10 minutes and, and an accent and get that accent nailed. You know, uh, where, where are you from?
4: Uh, I'm from Wolverhampton. Originally.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's I was thinking Midlands is sure. That's another one that I think people should, you know, London people and even further south and northern, they should embrace that because it's a a great accent to be able to to master. Yeah, I'm I'm quite big on that actually with talent, I think. A lot of time that we waste during the day could be spent a lot better, you know, uh, especially around uh, the voice work. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: Yeah, so uh, an answer to your question, do both. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's quite an interesting point on uh doing any kind of self-tape uh they shouldn't be similar yeah you know you know the way you do it should be uh polar opposites to you get a chance to show your range you know
4: cool thank you
1: pleasure
0: Therin.
3: hi there um hello
4: (laughs) Nice to meet you. Thank you so much for your time today. Um, uh, My question, this is a little bit of a basic question, um, but I was just wondering if you could uh, distinguish for me um, where your responsibilities as a casting director finish and where the responsibilities of the director begin. Because I know that going into um, a film or a series that the director may have, a specific kind of person in mind for who they want for the role. So, if you then go out and find people that are suited and fit that role, like once the people are cast, is that is that it for you and it's on to the next project? Or do you have a responsibility in some respect towards the people that you've cast?
1: That is a very good question. Uh, since I started, uh, the first film I did uh, was 60, 70% non actors. So I had a responsibility to to them. It's not been given to me. I've elected to be that person, especially around kids and their families. I say anything you're unsure of, you know, call me up and I'll make, you know. But the industry is in a good place just now, like around treatment of people. But I would always... You know, like, um, try and, yeah, be available if if there's any uncertainty, you know, uh, uh, around that stuff. Um, But between the, going from the casting director to director is production. So say I met you today, we cast you, production said yes, the director said yes, I think you're pretty much gone from us, unless you come back to me and want to say that there was stuff that you didn't fully understand from the beginning. And, and then we would do our best to alleviate any concerns uh, for you, but but production would be uh, the place. So would... But it's an interesting um, interesting question because I've stayed in touch with people, you know, from time around that. On a personal level, I think with non-actors, I've got some kind of responsibility. If they want to stay in the industry, if they've had this opportunity, enjoyed it, and want to try and do more, I will do my best to make introductions to agents and and be at the lower end of the phone for any advice I can maybe be helpful with. But yeah, uh, good question.
6: Wonderful, thank you so much. Megan. Uh, hi Des. Um, oh. um, I, f- firstly, just w- what you said about um, self-taping and how, you know, that, you want to see the work i um I, I found that really impactful. you were saying to be really impactful, but I thought w- what you were saying about that this is our life and 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 you should feel that uh, it yeah, I just uh, it, yeah, I just that that was great and I just want to say thanks for that. Uh, the question I do have though because now I've rambled is um when as a casting director, do you like actors to have reached out like say send an email to your um, to your email to your casting company and say you know hi In- introduce yourself before before an audition or is that more of a nuisance and you'd rather just like wh- when you put a, um, when you put a casting out people respond to that and that's your first time seeing them or is there an etiquette of the actor introducing themselves beforehand
1: Um, um,
6: Sorry, it's very long-winded the way I said. No, that. no, I'm
1: trying. To, I'm trying to uh, figure it out. Um, it's up to the individual, you and us. You get me on. a... You know, I go, I wake up tomorrow morning. Then boxes. There's a lot of people there. You know, there. Yeah. And, and if I'm in a better mood, I w- I I'll try. To respond to some people, yeah. you can't, there's no way you can respond to everybody, and I have no moral obligation to because I haven't asked people to contact me. But yeah. at the same time, you know, I'm a fucking working class kid from Glasgow, and I think it's fucking nice to get a response. You know, yeah. so I'll just hammer in, say hi, and you know, and uh, and hope it doesn't develop into any mad exchange, you know, there's no, you guys don't have to do anything about it. Um, See, it's different from most casting directors, you know, like uh, if uh, you you get my attention, you should fucking email me, you're a fucking asshole. Yeah, let me audition for this part. I won't fucking let you down, prick, bye. And then I, I would possibly say, yeah, she sounds okay. Yeah. No, and yeah. you know, whereas some of my uh, uh I, I, I until recently I didn't know very many casting directors, you know. And uh the um I know some of them would be like, Good Lord, yeah. <laughs> you know, did you hear about the email <laughs> So so it's a uh, different strokes for uh, different folk. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, just to to be careful on that. Um, like uh, I'm a, uh, a human being, subject to the whole. You know, I've got a seventeen-year-old son that you know it's, it takes up most of my time, my headspace. And some people know that my background and how I am, so they'll come in, all fucking swearing and being aggressive and stuff, and I'm like, no mate, I'm not in the mood today. Yeah. No, that this isn't. That's just an aspect of who I am. You know, very often I would like you to come into a room, read, be civilized, be brilliant at your read, you know, because you've done so much prep and you've shut out the world and focused and you're calm and able to listen. You know, that's what I kind of prefer. But, you know, it's up to yourself. You know, like for me, I won't be alienated by by, uh, anybody. I won't look at anything and think the doors closed. Yeah. Apart from a, they've got an affinity with Rangers where I've got i I've got a blank spot. I feel myself drifting into it. <laughs> I wish we hadn't mentioned them. <laughs> um but yeah, yeah very good yeah good question.
6: Thanks. Thanks yeah.
1: very much. This is fucking difficult incidentally. He's trying to I'm finding it difficult hoping to make sense of, you know, I hope I'm not... Has is, they is killed himself? they fucking dozed off?
6: They're looking alive, the 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 people I can see. They're looking good, the, so... The
1: ones, the, the ones I see are all crying.
6: Oh.
1: <laughs> so, uh, all right, nice to meet you.
0: Thanks. So, um, just a heads up, we got just over 10 minutes left, and there's obviously a lot of hands up, so... Um, Let's um, try and get through as many people as possible before nine, and um, that would be great. I'll just go to Hunter.
1: You're right, ready, Daltas. All right. What I'd probably say is somebody that's unsigned, and hopefully this speaks for a lot of people here to
3: find out. Um, how would we sort of find out about briefs and like breakdowns without an agent at all? Or like I've seen, actually watched Dear Frankie last night, and I just thought, well, obviously it's all set around about me, but how do you then? get into this sort of, like, do you need to do a London accent or to, to um, see these
1: agents and that? Um, no, no. Um, I think, you know, like, uh, it's at this stage when you're unsigned, that's where you employ your full-on tenacity. You know, they're, they're um, an attack act and go and get yourself an agent i can 't quite articulate the process of doing that, but I would say that um, your thoughts have to be i 'm going get i 'm going to get an agent i 'm going to do whatever it takes if you 're asking me how to help you do that um, i would uh, I would work every day on my craft you know like I, yeah, i'd do something every day I would write a scenario i 'd film it i 'd film it on my phone. I would, um, I you all know people that want to act as well. I'd film, uh, I can never say the word dialogues. or is that dialogue? You know, it's my fucking second language. Uh, you know, you I, you'd film scenes with one of your friends, and they'll get better and better, and eventually you'll hear about an audition in a local theatre, and then it might be a national theatre, and then maybe something in London. And you you know, when the time comes, you've done that work. This industry uh, does like the universe. This industry, you will get a fucking pop. You will get a chance. And it's about, you know, when that time comes that you're physically and mentally fit for it. So if you want to be an actor and it's such a difficult business, you've got to be doing that bit more than everybody else if you want to... Uh, if you want that. So you get what you, in some ways, no, I wouldn't say you get what you deserve, but you definitely get rewarded. You do get a chance. And I would dedicate sections of my day every day to polishing the tools that I have and and, and trying new things, your physicality, you, you know, your, your mindset, you know, through meditation, yoga, being outdoors, you know, like watching good films, reading good poetry, you know, looking after your diet, just so that when the time comes, you're fucking ready for it, and that will make a fucking difference. And going into going into it, knowing that you've got a strong chance of getting that, then you then definitely that creates energy. I'm not sure I articulated that as well as I could. But um, the thing is, you've just got to keep plugging. uh, You can't can't let motherfuckers tell you no. You know, I don't fucking look at that word. And I get told it more than most. I didn't fucking uh, fuck off. Onwards, next. So, you know, like fucking march on.
2: Good stuff, man. Good stuff.
1: All right. Cheers.
2: Thank you. Chris. Hi,
1: Desi, doing man? Thanks so much for doing this. Um, just a All quick right. one. It's maybe a simple answer. I was just wondering what your um favorite project of cast was in your time in the industry. Or uh, my favorite um, project that I cast. Yeah, yeah. If you've got one, it's a an easy answer. Maybe not. First one, Marvin Caller. You know, I've been around. Len Ramsey, Glaswegian girl, one of the best directors in the world. You know, I'm uh, I'm very patriotic more so towards glasgow than the nation you know yeah. a fellow glaswegian uh it was a great time in my life you know at the tender age of fucking 35 i finally got a job <laughs> do you know so that was that and then uh you know i've got a kind of family thing around top Boy. i love those yes oh you know they they treat me really well I, you know i have good relations with them my kids Utterly fucking obsessed with the show. He gets to <laughs> meet them, so it's a it's a a, a a nice thing to be part of, you know. But um, no, I'm, I tend to uh, I tend to prefer to other people's projects. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I love uh, you know my girlfriend Lara Manring's work. I love Calling Crawford's work. I love Shaheen Beg's work. You know, I tend to look at their work and, and you know and possibly secretly a wee bit jealous. No. <laughs> the fucking they do great. They do great work. There's some people, yeah, very fortunate to have met some good people in casting. Yeah. Thanks. Oh okay, Cheers, man. Cheers. Sola. How you guys doing? How you doing Dez? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm not too bad, I'm not too bad. Thank you for your time. Um, quick question, your ethos of casting non-actors, where does it come from and why is it still like a major
2: drive within your casting um, director network?
1: I did, you know, like, um, because I think it uh, elevates the state stakes for the actors when, you know, even if it's just a short scene, and the kid is from that environment. Now, I'm not talking about it being fucking straight and aggressive every time, I'm talking about in any aspect, you know, like a, I think when it's someday that uh, it's just got that natural ability and and we go and find a, an actor, a, a, a person, uh, example, casting something recently, you know, like uh, it's a boxing trainer so my first port of call was to go around a boxing club and then, and no you know you'd be, have to be a very good actor to move the way this guy moved the way his eyes the experience the history in him so it's uh and i knew straight away when the actor was opposite him he'd be like "Fuck me man i better liven myself up you know this is a real deal from this world and and also, I, I think it's really, uh, it's really interesting, their attitude before, towards it. You know, they're, they're into it, but they're not um, tense. They seem a wee bit more fluid. They walk onto set and they're like, wow, it's massive. But they, they gather themselves and then they do their scene and with a bit of encouragement before you know it they're being very natural and it's a it's a very wonderful thing to watch and it, and around kids it's nice to be part of that sometimes you know uh to be part of uh, a kid that might not have had that opportunity and definitely i'm trying very hard not to sound worthy you know but uh it's nice to i mean i've got a wonderful job whereby on occasion i can help people even if it's just for a moment. And uh that's uh, that's a wonderful gift to have, you know, that if you can if you can put a smile on somebody's face, even if it's only for a fucking second. So yeah. I I do love I do love non actors. I love actors as well with tremendous respect for actors. Tremendous what you guys do. I'm constantly fucking blown away by it. You know, I tried to do it. I was fucking hopeless, and that was the nicest. That was my best review. I've got it on a poster somewhere. Des Hamilton was fucking hopeless, and the part of the waiter. He looked at the camera. Did he spill the water? Yeah, yeah, no, 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 it's more than water. I tripped over the table next to me. Take Thank 100, it's the first time a film set's ever heard. Take 155. <laughs> yeah. Cool. yeah. Thank you so much. Nice to see you, man. Um, Edward.
0: Hello, Des. Hello. Right. Um, If one has a nice full spotlight um, and there's two shows coming up or you've got a film coming up or something like that, is it best to send out a big sort of blast when you've got a nice full comprehensive gamut of everything that you can do? Or is it best to wait until there's something that you can invite people to for people to see what you can really do in the space?
1: Mm. Uh, I don't know if I could answer that conclusively for you. I'd, I'd prefer, given the time constraints of modern day life, I would give my energy to where I can really see somebody do, doing something that, uh, that smacks me on the chin. You know, as opposed to the uh, kind of regular approach, I would prefer to. Yeah, I sorry for being so fucking boring, but I prefer to see that. You know, like see them doing something, and 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 to shut my big smart arse head up, thinking where I'm looking at it and saying, "Oh fuck me, man!" Didn't think they could do that. Didn't imagine them to be. You know. Yeah. I think that is, uh, that, will, that will not, you'll never forget that.
0: Yeah, something nice and sort of out of character, if you will.
1: Out of character, when you see somebody and you meet them and then they, uh, you know, they, then they, you, you know, you, you meet people and you think, oh, right, and uh they're from this background, you learn a bit about them and then they show you something whether it's shareability sheer in, in the craft or, or, you know, the work that they've done is really impressive. Uh, I love seeing that, you know, you, you know, like, um, there's stuff that we can all do as actors, right? Fucking easy stuff. But um, to see somebody being challenged and to meeting that challenge head on, for me, that's it's already a result. The fact that they're prepared to, you know, have a go at that, I think. Good for you, man, you know, and it reminds me that's what I want to be doing in my work. Yeah. Great stuff. Cheers, mate. Great questions.
0: May, finally, last but not least, May.
4: Hiya. Um, it's nice to meet you, Des. And you um, So I have a question. Basically, I recently auditioned for um, one of your short films and something that I was quite curious about. So in the script, it said that the character starts to cry. And I think obviously there are days when that comes. There are days when it doesn't. And I think there are actors who can turn it on instantly and there are actors who can't. But that doesn't mean they're not emotionally connected. And I was just wondering what your stance is on (laughs) just in general, I suppose, but also the crying actioning within scripts and when you're self-taping, how specific that needs to be. If it says to cry, do you expect tears? Same with like, if there's a scene where people like, where you have to kiss someone in a moment, like how to go about that?
1: Um, Well, ultimately I couldn't give a flying fuck about stage directions. You know, a few, there's many ways of crying. You know, sure, the whole, you know, the tear fall and then then it was too much. That goes against you. The kissing thing, what you're comfortable with, you know, it can be uh, the most quite intimate scene without, you know, the whole snogging and feverish look, you know, it can be, uh, for me personally, when uh, somebody comes to read it's the most important thing, and always has been, always will be, is that they feel comfortable. I don't want anybody doing, I don't, definitely don't want you lighting up a cigarette if if it's gonna, you know, I, you know like I hate cigarettes, so it's why I'm using an example, you know. I wouldn't, I'd want you to feel comfortable, you know. I think there's certain stuff that when you get to set and you're gonna shoot a scene three or four times, that's between you and the director. He's going to say, look, I need you to smoke in this. I need you to drink real alcohol in this. Maybe that doesn't happen anymore. But they might push. But if you're not comfortable, don't fucking do it. And nobody has the right to fucking tell you you know what to do in any walk of life. So, but in the... That crying thing. If you're if you're there and and actually holding back tears has always been more powerful than the actual tears for me when I'm watching it. This person wants to cry. None, none of us really want to just burst into tears, but um, yeah, it would come down to how you feel. And uh, the thing about it as well with this stuff, uh, it's really important. If you've done your best let it go onwards. You know, that's the only thing that really matters. It's the worst thing an actor can do is look back and say, oh, I should have done this. Should have smashed a window. I should have fucking cut myself real. Don't. Go in and do your best and walk away from it. If it goes your way, it goes your way. If it doesn't, there'll be another audition around the corner. That's the way your mindset has to be. Yeah, but never ever do anything nobody can tell you anything to do, you know? Like, and, that, and they can't hold it against you if you're not comfortable doing it in a certain way.
4: Amazing, thank you so much.
1: Yeah, um, uh, if, if anybody's got uh, like a kind of, uh, we've got 10 minutes left maybe, if anybody's got something that really that's, you know, I'm, I'm sure it's a quick question, Okay. I, I hate the thought of anybody leaving this and not getting their question. I I will happily try and answer quicker than I've been.
0: Okay. Great. Thanks, Des. That's really kind of you. All right. Well, we'll go to Rasheen and then we'll try. And... There's um. There's thirteen hands. So I don't know if we'll get around everyone, but certainly.
1: Well, if somebody's got something we feel we've we've not touched that. They, they, you don't want to come off so, something that's not been answered in any way, shape, or form. You know that's uh, I fuck it. I'll, I'll do what I can, but I'll try and be a bit quicker. All
0: right, thanks, Des. Yeah. Um, go for it, Rasheen.
4: yeah, hi Des. Um, my question just quickly was, in terms of self tapes, um, how
3: much do you really care about somebody sending in a self tape and their background? being really professional about using professional equipment. Um, I mean, I just use... I've got you.
1: Yeah, I've got you. Fuck that. Yeah. You know, what I want to see is do your best within it, you know, but, like, it's, you know, nobody ever in history didn't get the part because they had the wrong backdrop, right? They didn't get the part because their acting wasn't on point because they weren't brave because they didn't... You know, learn it properly and play around with it. You know, so the best thing you can do. I'm a big fan of fucking Jim. Get get the phone. Shoot shoot yourself. I'm a real big fan of that because with it being at arm's length, you get a bit of intimacy and you see the eyes and you see the you see the person and what they're meant to be feeling in that scene you know, send that in. If the the tape is, if the acting is good, nobody will give a flying fuck about anything else. If there's fucking, if you're on a bus, (laughs) I wouldn't give a flying fuck. If it's a good tape and you're somewhere and you're feeling it and you're being honest and true, I don't care, man. You know, I think it's a bit precious in these days for people to dictate that you have to have a, you know, like, you have to have a in your flat that's a studio and it's got to be you know i don't know fancy microphones and a fucking hair and makeup team yeah exactly yeah no no do, do the work the work is mm-hmm. more supersedes everything
3: yeah cheers amazing
1: thank you uh, jamie
4: hiya hi
1: Dave. hello
4: hello i'm just wondering um about um, Show reels because they become kind of really important. But um, I'm a new actor and obviously I don't have any footage to use. So I was just wondering how you felt about when you see people do a sort of makeshift one in their house.
1: Right, uh, I was going to say all this at the end. Everything I'm saying is just my opinion, right? Next person could come on and be totally in disagreement with me. I imagine they possibly would be, right? I don't give a fuck. About it. I, I, no way, right? Like, yeah, I swear to God, if you're my kid's pal, I'm not watching your fancy show reel for five fucking minutes and forty three seconds with some shit music on the phone and your fucking name coming up in a font bursting into flames and then you fucking roll over in a swap fucking suit and wave a gun around. I'm not watching that. I swear to God, I'm not. Producers couldn't make me. Directors couldn't. Money won't make me. Yeah, show reels. What you want to do is dig out a, a, a scene, you're comfortable, write it. You write it from you. You, you like, The greatest gift you ever have as an actor is you. What you are, who you are, your history, your life, your approach, your sensibility. That is a great, use that. Use that. It fucking takes years to become Meryl Streep. <laughs> you no, know, I mean? Like, it takes a long time. Until you're at that level, you can do anything, use you, your perspective on it, your slant on it, your inflection, your accent. I would say if you're starting out from the industry, you know, like, do a a scene that shows that you can act, that you can be natural, that you can immerse yourself into the role and you can really be there and really, Connect with the material, show them that, and then another one in a, with a different kind of setup, maybe with somebody else doing it that's directly opposite to the first one. Those two things alone on a link are worth any, you know, fancy editing, you know, with, you know. Yeah, I, I'm not big on show rules. I a rip off as well with these people. I really hate that they're ripping kids off, young people off. You know, you go to these casting studios, you know, you know, fucking discount, <laughs> discounting tutorial 750 quid. <laughs> oh man, that's just fucking theft. You know, do it yourself with some smart arse that knows how to do stuff. And, <laughs> you know, but you, write it yourself. The first one, write it yourself. And don't make it longer than much longer than a minute. Nobody wants to watch four minutes of the same thing. <laughs> scenes have a start, a middle, and an ending. Get them done. And don't be afraid not to speak in your scenes that you're doing. Silence is every bit as, um, as important as what you're saying. The silence <laughs> is very often more important. Where are you from?
4: Glasgow. It's
1: Springburn, excellent. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
1: Fuck's sake, what? I wish I I'm from Govanhill.
3: Oh, Are you? Oh, well, yeah. we're on par. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right, yeah. good luck.
3: Thank you so much. Hey, nice to hear
1: somebody speaking proper English on this. <laughs>
0: um, let's go to um, Jamie. You've gone, haven't you? Um, yeah, it's no, you haven't. No. Jamie. Sorry, I've got mixed up with the order. It's getting late. Jamie. Let
1: Jamie on. Jamie, Jamie. <laughs> yep, against
0: the Charlie. Uh, can you? <laughs> can, are you unmuted, Jamie? We can't hear you. We'll come back to you. We'll come back to you. I promise. Rachel. Hi, Des. Hi, Charlie. Nice to meet you.
4: Hi, Rachel. And Quick question is, literally now, I don't have an agent now, I've got a spotlight. I just wondered on your
0: castings and how many casting calls actually go on public and or rather than
1: going to agent, because I'm find quite disconnected to applying castings myself at the moment. are we going, everywhere? We are- the open calls as well. Everything, everything on our- You know, like I said, I'm not very good with administration. I know that companies got an Instagram where a lot of calls go out, you know, for stuff that we're doing because we're always, uh, you know, like uh, as much as I I love non-actors, I'm also uh, really big on people without representation as well. You know, like they deserve as much as a chance at, at the audition as people with some swanky agency, whatever you know. I think we've got a, a Facebook page where they put auditions on. We've got a Twitter stuff and we put everything out on spotlight to everybody. And we use them other places as well, unless, well, I'm hoping we do. I, I'm not really on top of it anymore, but um, anymore, not that I ever was. It takes me all my time to fucking switch my phone on. So, uh, yeah, yeah, but nah, nah. But there's lots of uh, places you should be looking at all the casting directors. I think, I can't believe that we'd be the only ones that have these things. So I'd say all the casting directors would have pages that show, you know.
0: Okay, yeah, thank you so much, Des. All right, cheers. Good luck. Um, Let's go back to Jamie. Can you Uh,
3: hear me now?
1: Yay! Yay. Hi Jamie. Hi, how are you? Good, thanks. I've been sitting that a wee bit fucked and I'm starving. But, go ahead.
6: (laughs) So basically, what I wanted to ask was, um, obviously, um, looking at the world, a lot of changement and a lot of subjects are being talked about Um, for example, in the wake of George Floyd, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement, all that type of stuff, would you say that um, the industry is pushing for more um, representation um, and also other stories being told?
1: If it hasn't, it should be. You know, like, um, uh, I'm... uh, I'm very fortunate in the fact that I was raised in a multicultural area, so I didn't have the division, you know, you know, as Glaswegians are too busy hating each other just to look in, look outside, you know. But so I, I've never had that, and, and I, I don't like the term inclusivity and diversity, and I think it's bullshit. Like that we're that that, that we should get a pat on the fucking back for being open to people that are. From different cultures, different race, creeds, religions, sexual preference. Like, that shouldn't be something to be applauded. That should be a fucking given. That should be, you know what I mean? Uh, it, it, it drives me nuts that fucking. But it's, it's, yeah, um, I think, yes, I think, given everything uh, as. Uh, I love film. After this, I will watch a film and I would like to continue to watch films about different cultures and different people uh, because they're very enjoyable and they're very educational. I don't need to watch a film about a bunch of white kids growing up in Glasgow. I fucking did that. Do you know what I mean? Like, so it's. Uh, I think, yes, I think, but long before this, see it's a minefield say one fucking word wrong here and I come across in a way that I don't want to, you know, it's, uh, I, I, I think stories, people's stories have to be told and, I, and yes, film and TV is lagging behind, especially in relation to literature and poetry and stuff and the books and stuff, but you know, I uh, yeah, I, I still I still uh, I still find it difficult to talk about George Floyd. Uh, I think those people, the people watching that, should be ashamed as motherfucker. That wouldn't happen, you know, like. Somebody should have ran at that copper and kicked him the head and took a bullet. And if I'd been there, I would have. And I think people all have to fucking look at themselves. You know, what was happening there? That's not something you should put self-preservation above. Somebody should have, you know, and if it resulted in more tragedy, then so be it. But that, you know, I just think it's fucking the whole thing I just finished a wonderful book last night. Um, if you get a chance, please read it. Zadie Smith book Intimations, and she was writing about it at the end, and I just thought, Jesus man, how the fuck? How could how could you watch that if you were there? How could you watch that? You know, uh, yeah, I think that. Uh, sorry, it's a, I've wandered off. I find that stuff very difficult. But um, yes, all stories should be told. Yours, mine, everybody's on here. Yeah, yeah. And we shouldn't, and we shouldn't be giving us each other a, a pat in the back because somebody's writing about, you know, somebody that's got a different sexual preference towards them, a different nationality, you know, religion. We shouldn't. That's not something that. Actually, we've been here for fucking a long time now. Yeah, yeah. You'd think it would be a lot better than it is. Mm. But um, yeah, everybody's got to do what they can themselves to keep going in the right direction. You know, we've got to. Yeah, stories should be told. Thank you. Right
0: um there's how are you holding up um how many people uh, are left sorry
1: how many people are left there's eight yeah yeah that's, that's, that's can we cut off uh, can we cut off at uh, uh, half past 9 please yes
0: of course i mean it's up to you that's great um let's just try and be as quick as we can then becky
4: yeah right. hi Des. hi Charlie. um rachel answered my first bit of my question about un- unrepresented um actors being seen it's great to know that you still consider people that aren't represented. Um but on Spotlight, when you have that little box where you write in, um, does that even get looked at? Is it all on the headshot in your offices? If so, um what can we write to um you know, um represent ourselves in a way that will make you well, <laughs> your office wanna
1: I love Celtic, will definitely mm. grab my attention. <laughs> Wicked. Yeah, no nah, nah. <laughs> relevance to the relevance to the part. Relevant uh, experience of you know uh, some some kind of relevance to the part. Yeah, and, um, yeah uh, the going back to all our issues as well. We're facing you know on a much larger level. The way that you are having to submit yourself and to be seen and trying to find your voice and trying to find people to to connect with uh, the, the spotlight casting directors. We're we're not a big part of that. I think it's, uh, it will ultimately spotlight and these things are great tools, but it goes back to you being the very best actor you can be. And then, as I've said, you will be given the opportunity to to show that something I haven't said. I think you you definitely watch, you know, read good plays. The class, you know, read a lot of that Shakespeare. Read them, understand that. And I would watch um, actresses. I I I'd watch people how they do it uh that 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 um that will help improve your own approach. You know, a lot of these um great people, Isabel Hubert, Juliette Binoche, you know, like the Meryl Streep, all these people, um that that isn't God given ability. I'd say there might be an element of that, but I think there's a lot of work, a lot of thought a lot of of sacrifice. Yeah, what are you you prepared to sacrifice in your day to improve yourself as an actor? You know, I know what I'm prepared to do to carry on what I'm doing. And it's, you know, it's like days when I don't have to, I up and I go to work, whether I have to or not. And I'm sure a lot of the casting directors do the same. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Don't put too much on the spotlight, put it on yourself, put it on you, improving yourself as an actor. When you get that opportunity, you'll be ready for it. Awesome. Uh, Roshana.
6: Hi everybody, I just wanted to know what is it that kind of draws you to a person Kind of in person, and also, what is it? Um, is there an actor that you kind of admire?
1: Um, I admire all of them for having a go at a very difficult um uh, You know, the, the, uh, I admire people going after a dream. Let's face it, a lot of a much easier fucking life. You went and did something else, you know, but you're choosing to embrace this and. All its difficulties. Me, I'm I'm not a very uh, I'm not a very comfortable person. You know, I I, I don't meet people well. I'm dysfunctional. Uh, you know, uh, I, I've learned to speak because of the job in some ways, but uh, I'm drawn in the room to people that are relaxed and calm and prepared, and very often. Uh, that's their preparation, you know, where people are there involved in these techniques around meditation, yoga, physical fitness, breathing, you know, you get, we get lunatics coming up to our, our office it's they're running back and forth to the toilet and that's because they've got up and ate junk food and maybe had free coffees before they come up. That is you'd be very it's highly unlikely that that's going to benefit your audition process so I, i'm kind of i'm kind of into people that are relaxed you know because you know you always want what you can't have you know so uh, that that draws me to a person a person that's settled into themselves and not uh never never uh and no, the audition environment when you're having a chat. Never try to be liked. You know, it's it become, it's totally transparent. Uh, be yourself, be yourself. You know, your integrity is much more important than any job, you know? So I, I like those people that command. they're polite, they're well-mannered. And another thing, the most underused tool and an actor's uh you know, toolbox is uh, the ability to the ability to listen. You know, so, and I appreciate it's a very difficult thing being an actor and your your mind's racing, you're thinking it's a hyped environment and fucking, you know, but see someday, you know, and someday I, I like a person, particularly young, when some of the younger kids will turn under that if we're doing another scene they'll say to hey, me, can I have a minute? They don't go away and do anything fantastical. They just collect themselves, breathe, find a way back into that character, find a way back into that world of the the scene, and then give you a wee nod, they'll give you a wee nod like, I'm good to, yeah. Um, if I said anything tonight that's relevant, it was those last two things: the ability to listen, and that you you do have the right to. When they, if if somebody says action, you don't have to fucking jump for anybody. You, uh, you know, give me a second, mate. Give me a second. You know, it's just if you're just jumping on action and you're not ready, fair chance it won't be very good. You've got to collect yourself, be ready. Go in there. Okay. Thank you. Tamara.
4: Hi. Hello. Um. Thank you for doing this. It's so nice to meet you. Um. I have a really quick question. Um, I want to know what is the best advice that you have received in your like, lifetime or in your career and what piece of advice would you want to pass on to anyone else joining the industry whether they're coming in as an actor, director or casting director, um, what advice would you pass on to them?
1: Um, I think it's a very underrated. Uh, if If I was an actor or an actress, I would spend as much time in galleries and looking at the process of art. Than I as much as I would around theatre and stuff directly relevant to it, and I would. I wish. In the school curriculum where I grew up, I I I wish we'd been taught philosophy. As opposed to fucking two equals two equals fucking knows what you know and. Pythagoras theorem and you know, that has never been read out, I'd wish. And I I would say that I think both of these things, looking at art and nature and reading philosophy would be a a very good thing for when your time comes to to, um, audition. I hope that makes some sort of sense.
4: It does. Thank you.
0: Good question. Thank you very much. Um, We could squeeze one more in. uh, um, Maria.
5: Hi, Des. Hi. Hello, Maria. Lovely to meet you. Um, I really appreciate your time. You've been so generous. Um, I, and your laid-back attitude. It reminds me of my husband. He's from Glasgow as well. So, but but I'm the Celtic supporter. He's the um, Rangers supporter. Um, yeah.
1: You can divorce him.
5: <laughs> it, it was an interesting wedding, I'll tell you that. <laughs> but um, Des, mine's a quick question. I don't want to take too much of your time, especially if you're hungry. Um... So I've been put forward for lots of your really interesting jobs before, and I'm sure one day I'll have the opportunity to audition for you. Nope. With, with the self-tapes, Des, um, are you always wanting to see two or three different versions? Because you mentioned earlier that you, you like to see sort of risks and, you know, would you rather see a couple rather than just one?
1: When I, when I when I see a, a different version, I haven't defined that properly. I, I don't want. I definitely would prefer not to see the same. That can happen due to a person's nerves or not being given the proper attention, as is usual when you've got some direction to feed off of. So long as it's not the same as the one you just did, you know that you. Switch it up. That's where the definition of that is. I, I hope. Um, a couple of versions, you know, like um, uh, one great one's worth four average. You know, one great one. If you look at, if you're doing them and you look at and say there's one stand out there, that's the one you should send in. One will get you there. Nobody ever didn't get a recall because they only put one great. Great scene, you know. So, um, but uh, I think, uh, you, you know, don't be afraid to go to a different space, a, a different angle, you know, a different look for yourself. Yeah. You know, something ways of doing that because you're also you're also showing the casting directors of production the, the, the that you're uh, not afraid, you know, and, and that is a uh, you know, sometimes that can go against you, you know, it's yeah. quite rigid with tension. Whereas yes. you're you know, you you're you're saying by doing two different takes you say, you know, I've done the work, I'll do this however I want, I'll try things, you know, and I'm like well, yeah. this is interesting.
5: It's it's interesting what you were saying as well about working class background because my parents were Polish immigrants and I was born in, in this country in, in Nottingham, but Polish was my first language. And I've got this accent where a lot of casting directors think I'm Welsh or a Scouser or all kinds of things Des, but you know, I, I'm always interested in sort of playing those working class characters, but I often think the way I speak comes across as maybe opposite to, to what my background is.
1: No, I, th- I think the way you speak is, is, well, again, it's personal. I think it's very cool because I can't
5: place you. Right. So,
1: yeah. so therefore it's, it's better that than just, you know, if you come on I do that oh, you know, then you're stamped as she's from Inverness, you know, and that goes in there somewhere. Whereas before you said nothing, I had no idea. And uh, and it's better to perhaps Mm. not have a preconception of people.
5: Yeah. Thank you, Des. Lovely to meet you. You too.
0: You too. Mm -hmm. Great. Des, that's time. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you, guys. It's been really, really interesting for me, you know, and make me think more about, you know, what you guys are going through to get seen and stuff like that. And yeah uh, yeah, it's been a lovely evening. Thank you for having me i I hope it's uh, yeah I hope somebody took something from it
0: it was very, it was great, really inspirational thanks des and enjoy enjoy some grub and a movie
1: yeah Take- and uh, I sincerely hope that the opportunity does avail itself to that I can see you all in, in the room auditioning and stuff like that, you know, very, very soon. And uh, please, please keep your spirits up, you know. Fantastic. Cheers. Thanks, Fantastic. guys. <laughs> Run at it,
2: shouting! Do as he says. Run at it, shouting. Ah! <laughs>